Hello! Welcome back to the Mother Daughter Manual. I'm Fliss. And I am Liv. You are. I am. <laughs> you are. And it is a big, big day tomorrow. It's a mass. Yeah, well, it's a, yeah, it's a big day. Yeah, it's a big day. Yeah, it's, my, it's, it's the eve of my birthday. Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's very exciting. I'm going, I'm going, to, be, I'm going to be 25. A 1990s baby. No. no. Oh, shit. Yeah, I'm trying. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I'm I, trying to be I see, Yeah, I suddenly see what you were doing. Yes. Yeah, sorry, Liz, I wasn't listening yeah. to you. Well, yeah. Okay, okay yeah, I'm going to be 30. Yeah, 30 you are. is the age I'm going yeah. to be. Mm. I need to accept it and yeah. I'm going to move on yeah. and yeah. drink a lot. But 30's not bad, is it? No, it's a great age. Yeah. It's an absolute great age. Yeah, okay, cool. Tell me 60's great age. 60's a great age. <laughs> I think 6 is a lovely number. Do you? Followed by 0, which is also a very lovely number. Yeah. So it's Fliss's favourite time. It's quote time. I think you yeah. chose this one, didn't you? Uh, why don't you read it? You always do anyway. No, you go for it. No, I don't want to read it. I haven't got the right okay. glasses on. <laughs> They're why downstairs. Didn't you, why like, didn't you really can't be bothered to go down and up again. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, here's to strong women. May we know them. May we be them. And may we raise them. Oof. What? I, I just can't be fucked, Lou. What? <laughs> what do you mean? You can't I just be can't fucked? be. I can't. I, I can't be. Why do you hate this bit so much? I just hate it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you come up with a structure. Well, I know. I, I think know. it's quite. <laughs> I know. You I just know. literally can't be fucked. No, not not uh, not over that quote. It's like let Lucy deal with it because I really can't be bothered with it. Okay, I'll just I'll just ring Lucy and say Fliss. Fliss says, "Hey, Lucy." Really want you to deal with this because yeah, I you know, I can't you know, you be need to, bothered. You don't need to bring up my name. Why do you have to mention? Because me? you're the one that can't be bothered. All right, I'll talk about the quote. I'll just say. Um, well, you're no. The thing is, it's a crap quote. The th- no, you, do you think? <laughs> the thing is, when you're a host of something, you need to be like bloody positive, and you need to give it, I a, am give positive. it some welly, and be Maybe like, "This I is my positive. show, and I'm I... absolutely gonna smash it." Yeah, but I am like that. But I just it's no, just like this week. To, like, I cannot we've got be bothered to like to... six, and you're just like grumpy. I mean, you're really <laughs> showing your age. <laughs> oh, that's really, Oh, really I unpleasant. loved saying yeah, that so much. Yeah. It was mm. so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, you just need to be a little bit more fruity like okay, me. Yeah. More like, hey, we love this podcast. Okay. Well, I do yeah. love the podcast. No, I know you do. I just, well, so do I. I just think the quote's a burden, that's all. Well, you need to get over that, like step over it and yeah, be like, well. I'm, you know, this burden is behind me. So I didn't think of quotes when I was bringing you up. I just did what I did what came naturally. I just got I mean, on with it. I know, but also some of the quotes are a bit of a joke, you know? Okay, yeah. let's move on. Let's move on. Yeah, let's, let's move on. on. Let's definitely move on. We really struggled with an activity yeah, this week, because, didn't I mean, we? This week has been so busy. It's like the heat. It's like, oh my god, I've got to water the tomato plants. I've got to. I had to dye my hair. I had to um, wax, and it's like your birthday's tomorrow, which is an incredible burden. All the arrangement for god, it. You lead a really, and, really stressful life. Oh, that's sarcastic, isn't it? That's really sarcastic. <laughs> I mean, sarcastic. who goes on about the tomato? The tomato plants grow themselves. No, they don't. They need water. Yeah, that's, that's their all they blood. need. That's all they need. Yes, but you need to keep your eye on them. I have to no, watch them. No, you're not like my babies. Right, you are not sat there looking. I am. Looking I look at them a the lot. I watch my tomato and just plants and my watching plants. it move. Like well, I do. Actually, I actually talk to them. Well, then you're very sad. Yeah, well, okay. you're a Thank very you for sad that. I am audience listeners. Very sad. Take that on board. That I am very sad. Quote my beloved daughter it who loves me so much. shows that you don't do much if that's all you're doing, I do, I do staring loads. at some tomato plants. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, when they, they, they sprouted fruits, when they actually got the tomatoes on there, I felt like Alan Titchmarsh. I really did. Oh, I felt great. Adriana 
Two titties. Who's Adriana? Who's Adriana? That's you. I'm trying to go. Alan Titmarsh, Adriana, two titties. Adriana Titty. Or Alan, Alana Titty. Alana two titties. Tit tats. No. Or whatever. Alana two titties. That's your new gardening name. Well, anyway, the reason why we're not on activities is because... We have got an activity. Have we? Yeah. It is... It's wine tasting. Oh, that's a yes, of course, that's a brilliant idea. This what is a brilliant our, idea. Yeah, so yeah. Um, we've we've got well, I mean, when we say wine tasting, it's quite a it's a big one. Um, when we say wine tasting, we that's don't. Fa- that's fine. Okay, thank you. Thank all right. Um, I we want don't. Some, are there any ice? Please? I did actually. Yeah, I did actually bring some ice. Oh, well done, Livy Warrister. Marvelous. Um, okay. We did. We didn't have loads of wine. So, and also, it's too expensive to do like uh, loads of wines. Two. Yeah. Get the ice in, love. Get the. Oh, oh, you just splashed the I microphone. Know I did. I God didn't mean sake. to do. I didn't mean to do it. Okay, Wolf, get me ice in. Get me right, ice in okay. my glass. Anyway, so yeah, we're doing wine tasting, and um, because we, well, well, because we couldn't f- buy loads of wines, because that would just be silly, wouldn't it? Well, we haven't got it on the budget. We just have we, for no, the no. no. Um, um, we have one wine, and actually, well, the prop, the problem, the problem is, um, it's from a box. Because there's nothing wrong with a box. No, no, we we, we bought a ten litre box of yeah, rosé. There's nothing wrong with that. No, I know, but people tomorrow. But how are we meant to talk about it? So we then decant it into our own little nice bottle that well, we got from someone. Done is remember the name um, of the bottle, but I can't be bothered. No, I know. Yeah. I think it's a. I think well, it's a rosé, um, because it's hot weather. Yeah. And the rosé is uh, delicious. It is pretty it good, is isn't it? It is pretty good. And yeah. it um, it sounds nice with the ice inside. And yeah. you can drink it. But why you can, would it? That would be. But what? What on earth? What, what does that mean? It sounds nice with the ice inside. Well, look, it's all That's about wine all taster, the senses, is it? isn't it? I thought you were this posh wine taster. Now I did work in a wine shop. But it was more than it wasn't just a. No, it was quite a. It, it, yeah. was, a, it was a high-end market. I learned loads, place. but yeah, look, I can't did. talk about this because I, I don't know where it's from, and we've okay, got well, ten well, liters. Mrs. Expert, why don't you just say the taste of it? What does it remind you of? What's it redolent of? You know, it's a bit strawberryish, and it just tastes like I could drink another couple of bottles. Um, it's nice. I don't taste the strawberries. It is strawberry-ish. I don't taste the strawberries. I taste. That's what you're meant to do. You're meant to go like this and suck all the air through, and then you taste the alcohol gets removed, and you can just taste the the notes. So what do you do then? Show me what to do. So you've got to like swill it around your mouth oh, like disgusting. this. Disgusting. Okay. And you suck air through it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, that was good, successful. I'm just okay. left with, I don't know, I still don't taste strawberries. <laughs> Sorry, strawberries. what do you taste? <laughs> strawberries. I still, I still don't Snoz taste them. Cumbers. Okay, well, it is slightly strawberryish. Okay. Well, well, we also got some opinions from um, other people, didn't we? Yeah, we did, on, yeah. yeah. We bumped into uh, an Australian mother and daughter who, yeah. who, who strangely, uh, are here, actually. They are, indeed. And they yeah. really wanted to try the wine with us. Yeah. So they're going to just give you your their opinion, I think. Yeah. So um, should we introduce um, Adelaide and... And Maddie. And Maddie. I thought it was, I thought it was Dorothy. 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 A- Adelaide and Dorothy. Dorothy. Uh, g'day. 
Hello. Hello. We're yeah. very happy to, to be on this podcast. Yeah, it's very exciting. Felicity and Olivia have invited us on, God, which is great. they're so amazing. I've they never, are. They I've are never, amazing. I genuinely think they're such cool people. They're really nice people. Yeah, and yeah. they, uh, we yeah. love wine. Yeah, and they're very funny. And they're so funny. They're so oh funny. my God, everyone yeah. should give them a job. Yeah, yeah they yeah, should. They they're should. absolutely Do you know should. what? If they were in Australia, they'd get all the jobs. Right, we've got to do our job now. Yeah, right. So okay. It's so from a box, it's, right? The wine's from a box. Box right. as they very yeah. kindly poured, squished some out of the yeah. bag. Okay, so you taste it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm, lovely. Yeah, I think that's absolutely delicious. Right. Okay. What about you, Dorothy? Do you like well, that? Well, I can't really taste very much. Why is that? I think it's pink. It is pink. That's a, you've got a very good eye. And um, it comes from a box, which is hard. Yeah, boxes can be tricky. Yeah, uh, but be they, tricky. But there's a lot to come out of a box. So you taste it and tell me what you think but it I've, tastes like. Okay, yeah, it's... um. Mm, yeah. Mm. Oh, it tastes like heaven. 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 It tastes, heaven. Like the, okay. tastes like the sands of Bondi. Okay, I'm going to taste like, it now. You taste it, yep. It tastes like strawberries. Oh, does it? Yeah, it tastes like strawberries. God, that's so interesting because Felicity didn't think it tasted like no, strawberries. No, she didn't, did she? No, she no, thought she, did she not, couldn't no. taste a thing. She's no. got the taste buds of a rock. Yeah. I think that's our... We've got to fly back now. Yeah, we've got to fly yeah, back. Long yeah, long way for a little sip of wine, I'll indeed, tell you that. Indeed, Yeah, I hope that everyone can taste the wine sort of, you know, through 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 the sound through system. Through the microphone. Through, yeah. Through yeah. the waves of the Through microphone. The, oh, waves from Australia, waves, waves from, from Australia, microphones. Yeah. There's just waves everywhere yeah, these waves. days. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, oh, God, they're so, they're so nice. nice. They? What nice people. Why are they yeah. so nice? Yeah. 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 And then, so we do also I didn't have... think they were very good at wine tasting, though. No, they weren't. Yeah. It wasn't their strong suit. But she did pick up the strawberries. Yeah, she did. Very interesting. Which was very interesting. Yeah, I really yeah. thought that was Quite good. impressive. Yeah. yeah, really impressive. Yeah, absolutely. And then we had another another... Uh, mother and daughter, didn't we? Who who also offered uh, much more local, actually. Yeah, much they more offered, local. Um, yeah. yeah, they offered their services. They live over the road, don't they? They do yeah, live over the road. Yeah. Um, oh, she's smashing. Oh, absolutely smashing. Um, I'm going to introduce um, Donna and Dana. Um, oh, they lovely, live over the yeah. road. Yeah, they're very sweet. Um, just make sure, Libby, mm-hmm. that they don't try and lift the wine. The whole box. The whole box. The whole ten litre box. Yeah, yeah. they they've yeah. been known to do it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Donna. To- and Dana. Yeah, well, you know, I am, you know, Felicity's a bit of a snob oh, when she. it comes to wine. But yeah. um, I think this is all right. But I prefer to mix rosé and wine, white wine what? together. You mix the two together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rosé yeah. and white wine? Yeah, well, she does. Felicity does. Felicity does yeah, it. Yeah, she pretends she's such a, you know, like, yeah, like she that. she's actually, so posh like. Because when I said I like white rosé with white... She goes, oh, that's a bit, you know, like off and stuff. That's a bit gross. And and actually, I I, I said, well, I've seen you doing it. That is so rude. She she disappeared. She disappeared? Yeah, she walked out. Where'd she uh, go? Well, I don't know. She went to water her plants. She's probably mixing rosé and white wine No, no, no. She went to to water her plants and started to talk to them. Sat by some tomatoes or something like that. Yeah, right. Oh, I've hit my tooth. Yeah, well, you, you need probably braces. Why do I need braces? Yeah, you probably need the sticking okay. out. Probably. No, they're not. Well, if the glass that, hit well, it, then, you know. No, that's quite rude, actually. No, it's really not rude. rude. Anyway, I thought. What did you think? I thought we could maybe lift that box. Mm. You know, because I thought. That's that she, a very good idea. You know, 
They don't need it. Do you know what? They have these hats in Primark mm. and it says rosé all day. And if we had a box of 10 litre, it would be rosé all day because it would just go on all day. Oh, right. That's funny. Right, yeah, it's funny. Yeah, that's very funny, very you funny. I've had enough of you. I no, love, no, no don't so start okay. around now. No, I'm starting around. We're talking about the no, rosé. I'm going to take that little, ten litre bottle of wine no, by myself, box no, of wine no, by myself. No, you're actually, not. Because you just like having a go at me. You humiliate me on the podcast. No, humiliate you. No, no one's humiliate you. I've just no one's humiliate you. Yeah, you're you humili- have. You're humiliating me right, and I'm going to okay. go. Let's I think this was such a bad idea, this was. All right. I didn't want to be around you anyway. All right. Mum, I've had enough. Bloody hell, they are absolutely yeah, off the God. Richard, aren't they? Really? Well, I mean, yeah. well, we shouldn't, what you shouldn't you have asked them. No, Why did you I ask know. them, Libby? I, I, I didn't ask yes, them. Yes, you did. Yes, you did. No, yes, you, you did. did. Oh, Libby, you did. I didn't no, do it. No, no, I think they're, they're a bit of a handful. Me. I mean, look, mm. they've drained half the bottle. Yeah, I know they have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, if the box goes, then it's all down to you. Touche. And um, by the way, we just wanted to say that that was all us. <laughs> We're sure yeah, you didn't guess. Yeah, there wasn't actually any guess. We're sure so you think we, we're that versatile yeah. that we would do we just, something as close, cleverly as yeah. that. It was pretty subtle, Lulu, it was wasn't it? Quite, it was good. It was pretty yeah. bloody clever. Just, just, to, just to say we didn't pay for people to come over from Australia or anything like that. No, no. Well, do you no. really think they're that stupid that they think we would? No, I didn't actually. No, that was well, why did you rude. say that then? I don't know. Well, like, we should go. We've got more, yeah, well, more roses to drink. Off. Let's get off. It's not going well. It is going well. Is it? Yeah. You think so? This is quite fun. Okay, so this week we have Lucy Pinder. Lucy Pinder. Love, who is a model and actress and very witty. Very witty, incredibly bright, and, and very um, humble, actually. Yeah, she yeah, is. Yeah, she's very humble. Um, and we're really excited to talk to her because it's a fascinating subject with all the stuff she's done. Um, so, Miss. Oh, and also, just to say quickly before, um, the. We 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 are during lockdown and stuff, so the the audio is a bit um a bit off because we had a bit of a problem. So please bear with because it's a really brilliant um yeah interview yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that was a struggle. We'll, we'll be, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay anyway, Lucy Pinder. Lucy Pinder. Hello, Lucy Pinder. Hello, my love. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. Hello, How are you two girls? We're good, thank uh, you. The girls are very well. Yeah, well, we've already <laughs> knocked over two bottles of water. Yeah, you blame um, me, which is nothing to do with you. me because you turned the lights out. I didn't know what direction <laughs> I was going in, Lucy, so how was I supposed to know? But they, well, I didn't even know the glass was there. You're, the like, you're like a pair of slapstick comedians. Oh, I know, except well. we don't find it that funny. So <laughs> yeah, no one else laughs. No. <laughs> so it's just like all the work you have to clear up and then never... We don't laugh. We, we don't laugh. We just no. go, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, so we need to do the quote. We need to tell Lucy the quote. Yes, okay. So Fliss actually found a quote this time. Amazing. Um, shall I read it or do you want to read it? No, no, no. I'm oh, reading you read it. I found okay. It. Well, yes, fine. All right. Thank you. <laughs> right. Lucy, here we go. Here's to strong women. Maybe we know them. Maybe we be them. Maybe we raise them. Unknown. But isn't that amazing? Amen, sister. Them? Oh, hang on. Sorry, I read it wrong. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. All right. Here we go again. <laughs> Uh, sorry, I always... Uh, yeah, great, great. Um, here's to strong women. May we know them. May we be them. May we raise them. Yes. Unknown. Oh, lovely. Lucy, what do you think about the quote? It's one of my favourites. I think I've Instagrammed that a couple of times. Okay, oh, yeah. That would be a good one to quote on International Women's Day. Yeah. For the ladies. 
So what does it mean to you, Lucy? Well, so I think because like I've talked, so my, my sisters, I have no children. Um, and my sisters, I've got, I've got two nieces um, and I grew up with uh, just one sister. And um, I think we're kind of relatively strong women. Yeah. It's hard to define, isn't it? Kind of what's masculine, what's feminine. And I grew up, I was quite mm-hmm. a tomboy. So I was kind of, you know, I, I kind of followed my dad around and I wanted to do whatever I wanted to go fishing with my dad and I played football when I was younger like I was really quite um a tomboy and I think I don't know if that was ever instilled in me or if that was just a nature thing and not a nurture thing you know we we, we've all been indoctrinated to kind of conform to you know girls like pink and want to play with barbies and boys Mm. want guns and blue and football and I think you know I don't think my mum and dad ever sort of made a a conscious decision with me or my sister but I think we're both we both have quite quite masculine traits in some ways but I think it's just really important that you bring girls up to be I mean boys as well but that thing of women kind of being strong and self-assured and and knowing that there there are no constraints on what they want to do just because they're girls but I remember when I went into um the careers office when I was about 17 and they said what do you want to do Felicity and I went I don't know and it's like well I'm not sure and they went well you can be a nurse you can be you know you can go to hotel management or you won't be able to do sciences because I looked at my results and so you were sort of like it was like unbelievable all those years ago it was like there were no choices it seemed even even my yeah. generation there were very few choices for women we had this as well and i think i think by the time we kind of had careers advisors i feel like it was just i think whatever government uh that was in at the time just said right where are we lacking where do we need because we all got told either to be prison officers what was it like prison officer oh teacher <laughs> there were literally three we all came out going well we've all been told the same thing and I have such a bugbear with that that kids nowadays yeah. like we always say I always say to my niece who will be going to university next year me and my sister are like there are so many jobs like try and and do what you love because you will find a job in that and even if you don't it doesn't matter like don't get don't get mm. caught in a trap of going well no you should go and do this because your job prospects will be better because there are so many vocations out there that yeah when you're 17 and they're going right what well, you know you have to decide now what you want to do for the rest of your life as if anyone knows at oh, 17 I know. absolutely no idea did you also do you know this is i don't know if anyone's else has seen this there was this great test that they did on a group a classroom of kids and they asked all the kids little boys and little girls i think they're about like five or six they asked all of them to draw a doctor a police officer a um a, a pilot and a firefighter so all the kids drew these you know, quite like you know cartoony men like yeah fire, all of them being men and then they got the actually they got um all of those um careers in the, the people and uh they were all women wow and the kids were so, so shocked amazing. so it's like yeah. female doctor female firefighter female pilot and then they were like this these jobs aren't just for men but actually when i was thinking about it i actually was thinking the same i was like yeah. oh yeah that's cute that's probably what i would have drawn mm. and then when they did the test at the end the girl the women came in i was like bloody hell i didn't even think like no. that that's but did amazing your mom have, um, yeah did your mum have expectations of what she felt you would go and do i mean because all parents do don't I didn't really know I just had no kind of idea I kind of I knew I wanted to go to uni I thought well I've always been all right at English I'm interested in English and I love film so that's what I was 
I was um, enrolled mm. to do, but never oh, got yeah. there. Because <laughs> you, well, you started modelling quite early, didn't you? Yeah, I, I, I started in um, kind of. I, I took a year from sixth form to work because you know we're a bit stupid at that age and we think oh, I just want to have a job and be a grown-up and get on that hamster yeah. wheel um and then <laughs> just a bit of pocket money yeah which is great when you're like 18 and you're like oh my god I have my own money this is amazing but after a year of working yeah. I was like okay I'm, I'm ready to go back to school I got like scouted on Bournemouth Beach about a month before going to uni and and kind of thought oh if I do this for a year if I defer another year then I can basically kind of pay for, pay my way through uni not have to come out with any um student debt and then I kind yeah, it's very of very sussed actually yeah and then I got stuck in it for 10 years <laughs> yeah it's crazy isn't it and I bet you that 10 years flew by they did I they did but I also think at the beginning of that that 10 years look I was 19 when I started modeling and I was kind of I was very aware. It, it, it flew by in a weird way that when I was approaching 30, I thought, oh, my God, I'm nearly 30. I was meant to do this job to pay my way through uni. And now I'm about mm. to turn 30. It was a real it really kind of crept up and kind of slapped me in the face. And that's yeah. when I kind of knocked modelling on the head. What was your yeah. mum's attitude towards the modelling? She was quite... Um, she was I don't know what the right word not I, I kind of so it all happened you know I, I'd never I didn't want to be a model I'd never even considered kind of modeling and then this happened and I remember going home and going oh like <laughs> a man took a picture of me in a bikini on the beach and said like he was sending it to the national newspapers and my dad my dad my mum and dad are quite um you wouldn't kind of know it to look at them, but I think there's a bit of a... I, th I think when we were younger, there was probably a bit of a role reversal in that my dad... My dad was just, like, fun. My dad didn't do the kind of serious talks with me and my sister. Like, that kind of fell on my mum. So I, I think yeah. my mum definitely kind of was the one that disciplined us when we were younger mm. so when I came home and said that my dad kind of just said oh I hope you I hope you didn't and I was like oh I did and my mum was <laughs> quite yeah. encouraging of it which kind of you know I have my she own she was encouraging or yeah she, she wasn't. was which I have like I mean you know I have my own kind of issue with that now that I'm older but she I think her attitude was this is this is an opportunity that you might regret not taking because when I first did it I mean honest to god seeing yourself in scantily clad oh it was so horrible I remember meeting my sister after work and I was like oh isn't it horrible and she was like yeah this is really weird and I kind of I think on the when that first happened I thought oh I don't want to do this and then if I'm honest it was the lure yeah. of the money they kind of said look we're gonna you know we'd like to put you on a retainer and um, I think for six months initially and it was kind of more money than I'd ever yeah of course ever known and I kind of thought yeah. well you know it's some lingerie shoots and some beach shoots and you know that that's gonna that's gonna really help me in the future I mean so naive so naive yeah. and I think my mum just thought <laughs> it's so funny though how money can really drive that stuff it's terrifying Liv it's really kind of mm. I look back and I can't you know I I kind of I, I I like where I am today and I kind of like who I am today but I do when people say oh would you do it again I'm like absolutely not 
not not a child. Yeah. When you're 19, though, Lucy, I mean, I mean, I, I if I'd had a, uh, I would never because if you look at my figure, but I mean, <laughs> you know, if I'd had that choice, I probably would have gone for it. You know, that kind of money, I mean, it's it's very encouraging. I wanted to um, read you a quote by Jodie Marsh. I'm sure you even know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So she has this quote. You probably even read it yourself, which I just think it's really interesting to. Um, discuss it actually if you just bear with me so Jodie Marsh says so-called feminists really annoy me telling girls they shouldn't do page three is not being a feminist women should do whatever they want I am very much a feminist I believe women can do it all and have it all and commenting on page three she says it was good money I felt powerful I was definitely in control I never felt exploited in fact the opposite in fact she says she goes on to suggest um, that you know, feminists perhaps should focus their attentions more sim- sim- simply more on, you know, how women are affected. Um, for example, female mutilation. Um, so she turns it back on the feminist head in a way, and I think that's a really interesting argument, don't you? Oh, it is. Because obviously, when I was modelling, and I kind of um, I got asked to do like quite because this is a thing. The whole time I was modelling, you know, that whole page three debate. I think had gone on for years and it's Mm. such a complex that whole you know I've talked at length um, about it with friends and and family and I think at the time you I remember being very kind of at the time I took the view of you know I always used to say oh you know you don't go up to the cashier in Tesco's and say do you feel empowered by your job and and to me it was kind of I just went and I did my job and I was quite lucky that I think the way that I got into it I avoided I think people have an idea that it's probably a very sleazy job and that you're constantly you know having to work with sleazy photographers and and I didn't have any of that really most of the photographers were women um all of the the magazine shoots and everything was very professional we all got on that's, that's basically what Jodie Marsh says yeah that's right and I think when you're the, the environment environment of, of doing page three and doing the lads mags was was fun and you know it was great money for for not a lot of work but mm-hmm. I think as I've got older I think I was very insular in in looking at the fact that you know I had a mortgage to pay um I was in a long-term relationship and he didn't have you know he was quite encouraging of it and I was in my own kind of little bubble and I think now that I'm a bit older I see I see the bigger picture a bit more. And I think I always did because I kind of get, I don't know where I'm, I, I sit on that argument. Whereas, yes, I, I would consider yeah. myself a feminist. I, I understand that people go, because this is, this is what's so weird. When we were doing it, you have the people attacking you saying, you know, you are adding to um, an atmosphere as, of objectifying women and... And I totally and, and the fact that I mean it's mad now to think that we had a topless girl on the third page yeah. of a paper. It's just it's not appropriate. Yeah, it's crazy. It, now. It's no, it's not appropriate. But if you think about it, men have always objectified women. I mean, Cleopatra was objectified. You look at history. Helen of Troy was objectified. So in a sense, women will always be objectified. It's just how society deals with it exactly and how tastefully they deal with it I think yeah and I think it was really interesting to get attacked from kind of both sides and then there were the women that were saying oh but you know you're you're the ultimate feminist because you're taking sexuality and you're making a career out of it and I I never kind of 
I never felt that passionately about that side of it because I thought, well, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'm still, I still kind of struggle with that. And I go, I don't, I don't think it was empowering. It was just a job that we did. I, I don't think I thought about it that widely. And now I'm a bit mm. older. I look at certain elements of it and I think I'm, I'm kind of glad that that's been left in the past a bit and we we used to always defend you know we used to defend the the modeling and say well women's magazines are worse and and you look at women's magazines and they're constantly you know obsessing over women's appearance and but you look at it as a whole and you go well maybe we're all we're all part of this but i've noticed that all these girls like melinda messenger jodie marsh yourself they're all pretty sussed businesswomen mm. and you've all made pretty good careers you know i'm, I'm sure a lot of um, ardent feminists would like to say that you know these girls are sort of not very bright but actually they're all pretty pretty bright women yeah and i think a lot of the girl i think the kind of image of the I think the page three girl, the, the image of a page three girl, I think kind of evolved through time. And I think back in the day, it was seen as kind of, you know, harmless titillation. Then it was seen as a little bit, you know, oh, they're a bit thick. And then I think during the kind of 90s and 2000s, it was a little bit more offensive. And then I think our kind of generation were just a lot of really normal girls, you know, that were a lot of the girls were doing what I was doing, which they 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 had an idea that okay, I'm, I might go to uni or I'll do this for a few years mm, and then move on to something yeah. else. But I think yeah. it's um, the the thing that we didn't. What's really interesting about when you're in it, not that because because every every kind of few months you'd think, oh, they'll probably find someone else, and I'll, I, you know, my contract will be cancelled. So there was that kind of imminent idea that I might not be doing this in six months but then we got into a false sense of security of oh this is going to go on for quite a while and I and I think you know I was a very different person when I was in my early 20s and I just thought Mm. oh well I'll make some money and then I'll have kids with my you know partner at the time and that'll be that and now that I'm older and I've kind of explored quite a few career paths and there are just some things that is with a past as a page three girl that we just can never do. And I don't like think... Like what? What do you, what, what do you like feel a te- like? Like, you, like we couldn't go into teaching or, you know, there ah, are just a few no things. I, I've, had, I've had commercial castings where I've got the job and then they've, they've Googled and seen that I did page three and said, oh, we can't use no it. No way. Yeah, There's so much prejudice around, yeah. I have to say, Liz, I did a Google as well. I was looking at some of those pictures. Bloody hell, you're a babe. <laughs> yeah, God, uh, do yeah. you know what? Like talking about, looking back on it, being like, oh, you know, not, it's not great. But I, if I had a bank of pictures like that <laughs> of me... But don't you think, like, knowing me, Liv, (laughs) like, me and Beth were talking about this, and don't, because you know me, like, it doesn't even, it's not even like it's me. It is, though. You're so beautiful. And, like, those pictures are just, they're so banging. You are very beautiful. I literally, they're, like, amazingly hot. (laughs) You smashed it. Absolutely smashed it. I mean, I got some really big boobs. I inherited them from Flisty. And I haven't, I've yet to monetize them. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sort of looking at... (laughs) This is our I'm new business venture is monetizing Liv's boobs. God, my tacky, yeah. tacky, tacky Mon- Monetizing my, <laughs> like, my sore boobs every month. But I want to just, um, I want to just um, ask you about your, the movie you did, The Warrior Savitra, and where you actually went off to learn Hindu, which I think is incredibly sort of savvy, bright thing to do. Do you know, I did didn't, I didn't, Fliss, I didn't. Oh. I was American in it. But apparently you did try and learn. Didn't you try and go off and do some Hindu learning? I would love to lie and say that. <laughs> I'm 
<laughs> that I'm a multi-skilled linguist. But no, I, I was I was an American. I, I had to I had to be American oh. in that. But we did we shot it in Mumbai. It was absolutely mad. It was such an amazing. Oh, amazing. And tell mad. me, what was the experience? What was it like? What are the things that were redolent redolent to you? And you know, you oh, have vivid word. memories. It is redolent. a wonderful word. I'm good on words. Yes, and good. that you have wonderful, rich memories, Lucy. Yeah, it was it was ab- it was such a. Um, I took so my my friend uh, one of my good friends Lisa who's a makeup artist I kind of said oh I'd like her to kind of you know be with me and do my makeup so we just it was I mean it was mad it was the the way I mean a lot of the of the crew that we worked with said almost Bollywood films aren't like this but it was a real we really like hit the ground running and it was just mad like like 17 hour days um, health and safety was not a thing (laughs) well luckily with your with your fabulous hindi Hindi, you'd be able to you could absolutely communicate with everyone tell them (laughs) oh it was so have i told you the story of when so i there was one one scene where i think so i had to kind of walk down a runway um and they had they had like flames at one point. They were like, "Oh, we're going to shoot flames out of the <laughs> oh, the end of the runway." And I thought, "Oh, I, I don't know about this." And then there was a guy with a fan, and I just had like an I had like an outer body experience where I was stood on this stage, thinking, "If anyone gets the time wrong for this, like I literally, I'm, I I'm could, crisps. oh, I could see myself like the English patient." back at home oh, oh no. god Lucy but Lucy do you have any rights then if you're out there filming or is it just you just in the hands of different agents different managers out there well, my my manager came out with me um but we were kind of, it basically it got to a point where I just said you know what I'm not comfortable with the flames so I just was like no I said <laughs> sorry you know that really hot fire I mean <laughs> something that makes you feel a little bit yeah, uncomfortable it's a meter it. away from yeah, me yeah 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 I was like you know I've yeah. got lots of hairspray and very synthetic clothing on I, I really don't fancy the the flame yeah throwers. they're like you know that phrase a moth to the flame I'd prefer not to be the moth yeah like <laughs> yeah so I felt really bad I kind of called I remember calling Lisa over and going Lisa I'm having a bit of a panic attack I was like I'm fine with the pyrotechnics because they can't set me alight and I'm fine with the wind machine but I and and love her she said if you're not comfortable just and and the director Param I just kind of I said oh could you go and get him to come over and I felt really awful and I said Param I'm I'm I really don't want I really don't want the fire I really don't want to go up in flames God's sake I mean you know that's mad I've got final question I feel like and what would you like? So, if you, you know, if you have kids in the future, and what, what are you gonna? Will you talk to them about your modelling, and will you say like, oh, this is what I used to do? Or yeah, I mean, I'm kind. Have I mean, you ever I'm thought th- about that in that context? Yeah, I think I did when I was younger, and I was in a relationship, and now I'm kind of. I mean, I'm 36. I don't know if I always thought I would want children, and the older I'm getting, I'm not sure. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I'm like. <laughs> I mean, one you know, biology is one thing, but just mentally, I think, oh, I just don't know if I, if that's something I want to do. But I think if I did, I yeah. would, I would have to. And I think I had a real, um, especially kind of you know when I when I moved away because I was in Winchester when I was modelling, and when I moved to London, and I kind of you know my eyes were open to the world a bit more. And I think mm. before I had a bit of a not a chip on my shoulder but I think I'm you know me and Keely Hazel who was another very successful page three girl we always joke that we were kind of like the most reluctant page three girls and that we have a bit of a not a regret but there are elements of regret and Mm. when I was younger I used to think you know how am I going to deal with 
if I do have children, if they get bullied for it. And even even my nieces and my nephew, you know, I kind of worry about that. And all I say to them is, you know, if someone says something horrible about Auntie Lou, like, don't worry, it doesn't bother me. You know, don't get in an argument at school mm. because someone says, oh, you know, your auntie got her boobs out for a living. Just be like, yeah, <laughs> I think in owning it, you have to own it so that people can't belittle you for it. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah, so I think true. I would have, yeah, I'd have to, if, if I if I ever did have kids, I think I'd have to, yeah, just make them aware and just say, look, you know, people might... Um, tease you for that and it's something that I did when I was younger and, and you know just don't worry it doesn't hurt my mm. feelings if Would some... you want them to do it Lucy? Would you oh, want God, them to no. do it or would you try and stop them? Or would you um, think well you know as we all do as parents you think well you know my kid wants to do this it's it's sort of like quite toxic to stop a child unless they're, they're hurting somebody from doing what they want to do. Yeah absolutely and I think I would just hope that I would instill values that if I had a daughter that not that I didn't have those values but I just I I would I would be disappointed if I mean I mean the thing is the industry doesn't really exist anymore and I get some girls contacting me saying oh I really want to get into that how do I do it and I say well actually reality tv stars kind of fill that gap now I think they do a bit don't they Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, like doing glamorous shoots and and being kind of tabloid fodder so I think you know if I was ever to have a daughter by the time she would be you know in her 20s I think that would kind of hopefully be long gone I think it's changed I think there are you know there are some really strong like all of the body positive models and I don't judge anyone for like a a woman looking amazing and and making a career out of her body but I think probably in my own it's probably my own issue that I feel like I kind of wasted my talents a bit I would hope that if I had a daughter she would have aspirations past being a model or a celebrity but then I guess uh, as long as they're you know my mum always says as long as if I had kids as long as I liked them and thought that they were brilliant people I would I would have faith (laughs) in what they wanted to do you know precisely yeah imagine if you hated them is that how you feel about me no (laughs) (laughs) always turn around against me no I just wanted to check it would actually be terrible if you were like oh I'm not sure I like you Phyllis, do you agree with this? So I I, I was talking with my auntie and we were talking about this and saying about those hopes that you have for your children. And we kind of, we whittled it down to her saying, as long as you, as long, when you have adult children, if you get on with, not even get on, because, you know, me and my mum fight like cat and dog. But if you look at them and you go, do you know what? They're, They're good company and they're fun intelligent decent people I don't care what they do as long as they're not hurting anyone like I've done a good job I sort of think yes I do actually I don't want to sound complacent but I do feel I mean Livy and I argue like cat and dog um (laughs) it's just common really isn't it yeah Yeah. but actually you're I don't need to repeat but I I absolutely agree what you just said I think that you just I think I've I've turned out I'm an intelligent funny yeah here we go oh you've got two one you've got two wonderful children wicked children (laughs) (laughs) piss takers you know I'm just upset. You, these, we haven't done enough with our boobies. Yes, yeah, so I feel I, like really. I, I should have. Like, <laughs> I, I, I would have had a career with mine. Yeah, I know. <laughs> should we bring out? Should, we, should the three of us bring out a lingerie line now? <laughs> I would. I wouldn't perfect. be seen dead, Lucy. Lucy would be absolutely not, smoking. I, I would be not so show my boobies be like, ever. Sort of like hiding behind her, like trying to, behind, trying to look slimmer. Yeah, trying to look slimmer, like <laughs> yeah. holding a breast. Yeah, like, <laughs> Lucy, thank you so 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 much for coming it's and chatting to us. Wonderful. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been lovely chatting to you both. So nice. And um, we will 
see each other soon. And I hope you come over, Lucy, with Oh, Beth. I can't wait. I can't wait to come over with lots of wine. I'd love to have you. Yeah, yes, lots, lots of wine. Of wine. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the answer lovely. to everything in life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Not religion, wine. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that was really fascinating. Why so? For uh, you? Because it's how she was talking about how she felt about everything and yeah. how she dealt like with it. Like the page three stuff, the glamour. The page three stuff. But, yeah, you know, she's done loads of acting subsequently. She's got a good career, very good career. But it's just, she's a very intelligent, um, incisive individual, really, and very honest. Yeah. It's kind of brutal honesty with herself, which, um, well, it's just given me food for thought. It's a lot of thinking time I'm going to have. Does that, about this. Does that mean I get some time off? Yes, it from does. talking? Yes, it does. Oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah. I might have a lovely birthday. Oh, you turn that on me. No, I just think I'll have a lovely birthday. You will have a birthday. Right, should we have so, some more rosé? Happy birthday, darling. Thank to you. To my little girl. He was born 25 no. years ago. Uh, tw- yes, 25, 25 years, years ago. ago. Which would be 1995. <clears throat> yes, exa- yes, exactly. Which would mean exactly. that you are one year apart mm. from your brother, which mm-hmm. is really um, mm. true. Very true. Very true. Right, Fliss. Ready? We're going to down the whole glass. Three, two, two, one, one. go. Mm. Oh, God. Delicious, but I feel a bit sick. Why did you do that? What was the point? Did you not? Oh, you didn't do it? No, I wouldn't glug my wine. I just thought it was because we we were going down for some shots or something. Right, let's just say goodbye then. Okay. (laughs) I don't do shots. I'm going to really struggle getting out of here. All right. The Mother Daughter Manual was painfully hosted and created by Felicity Montague and Olivia Nixon, produced by Luke Nixon, original music by George Montague, and this was a Snipper Nixon production. (laughs) 